What it do, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Killer, also known as Jordan, also known as a guy with a couple of YouTube channels. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I got my boys with me. Mike, talk to them. M-I to the K-E, they know what it is. Mr. Graves. What's up, everybody? And that right there is what you call short and sweet, ladies and gentlemen. So, yo, real quick, real quick, real quick. I'm going to formally apologize <laughs> for oh my god a day late. It, it's, it's a day late and it's all my fault. Now, <laughs> not a, now I'll be honest, with you, it's not a bad thing that's a day late because we did have something that happened today, which got a little bit of press and a lot of people weren't really all that excited about it, but it happened. So I'm gonna talk about it. And that was LeBron getting that two year extension. Now, and before, before you go into this killer, uh huh. Before you go into this. I will not tolerate any LeBron slander. It's not LeBron slander. LeBron it's, slander it's, will not be a, occurring. All right, it's no, it's no slander. I'm never, you're never gonna hear me say he's not a great player. You're never gonna hear that out of my mouth. I'm not a LeBron hater. I'm just looking but, at the situation. But no, I'm just looking at the situation. No, but I'm just looking at this situation. Mm-hmm. So one title and what's it been four years. Uh, no. something like that. Four, three. four years. Three no, years. three. Twenty twenty. Last it was, year was one year. Year. the bubble in twenty twenty. Yeah. So it was nineteen when he had everybody and traded him. Then he got AD, and then last year. So then we're going into year four. Going into year four. So we yeah, got three okay, years. So, so one in th- one in three years. All right. Yeah, one in three years. That that is actually what I thought they would be. One of them in, in at least three years. Two on a very high note. So. A part of me says because they got a ring out of the LeBron James experience, it's a success. But to the extent of where we thought they were actually kind of trajectorying out to be, I said they were going to year five with LeBron there. Now I think about it because he made the playoffs. But yeah, they made the playoffs also the Suns. So one of the they 19. Yeah, we're going to year five. We're going to year five. Yes, yeah, so that's what I was saying. It, it, it's been four complete so, years. So, so, first, so it's one, the first so it's one year, and four. So it's one and four. The, the first year, the first year, they didn't make they the playoffs. Hurt. Lonzo was on the team. The mm-hmm. second year, yeah, um, the, the, sec, the second year, they won the title. Mm-hmm. Third year. Um, they lost in the first round to the Suns. lost in the first round to, the, to Phoenix. And then there was last they year where the they didn't make the playoffs at all. Okay, so we're... Four seasons in, one title, two missed playoff appearances, two playoff appearance makes, one with the bubble championship, which that playoff. You said you you said that they're one in, that they're one and four. What does that one mean? One and four. One and four. Four years with LeBron, one title. That's how I look at one and four. So you expect yeah. to, you expect for LeBron yeah, to win the title yeah. every year? Not every year. At least make the playoffs. That, that, that's oh, so if we talk about making the playoffs, if we talk about making the playoffs, no, 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 I'm saying I'm saying one title in four years. They made two playoff appearances in four years. Just kind of tracking it. Hmm. That's how you want to word it. Yeah, I see it as a, as a success with a minor disappointment. The experience so far. Because the twenty, the um, the the bubble championship, that ring was won by a team that you can shut down cold and then pick back up. 
you can't really do that with a lot of the other teams that play certain ways. That's why the younger teams were able to kind of shoot past. But in a sense, that break, that long COVID break, benefited teams like L.A. So I'm not putting the ashes there. I'm just saying good job taking advantage of the opportunity because the teams you ran up against were all young. I don't think they played one experienced team that entire playoff run. They were all young teams, including Miami on that list. So they were all relatively young teams. Then the most experienced team they played was Portland. Now, kind of looking at where they're heading, they gave them a two-year extension. The team hasn't gotten better since the ship. It's gotten worse year over year. A part of me thinks this is him waving goodbye without necessarily telling us. But I don't think if this is how it's going to end in L.A. for him these last two years, and I don't see there being a more than 25% chance, 20% chance that they can make the finals out the West, let alone win. Would you honestly say one title and what we're going to be looking at at this point in a six-year stint. Well, no way. It'll be a seven-year stint because it's an extension. So I'd be seven years in L.A., one ship. Would you deem that a success? Go ahead, Corey. Um, Kill, I thought you put it best at the top where you said, which, how'd you put it? You said it was a success, but it could also still be a disappointment. Yeah. I, that's how I feel. It's a success in the fact that you can't come to you can't come to the Lakers if you're a, a LeBron James level player and like not winning a ring. That's a massive failure, right? That's a I think people people would hold that against him wholeheartedly. So the fact that he got his title in L.A., you know, that I I would say that's a success. However, you mentioned the missed playoffs. Um, the injuries, which like the, the the string of injuries he's had since coming to LA. I mean, you couldn't have, I mean, I guess you can say your father time and all that, but still like he has been so durable his entire career, right? Like you would never see LeBron just have a string of back-to-back injuries like this, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just, that's just the, the reality. That's human nature, right? So, but that's still slightly disappointing. But also, I know a lot of people want to hang the. Well, you can. I think it's fair to so say you can hang the rush trade because, like, that's something he wanted. Like, he calls, "Hey, I want Russell Westbrook." When a lot of people are like, "No, that ain't a good fit." That's disappointing. But also, I think overall, like his entire stint in LA. Well, well I won't say his entire. I'll say the last two years. I would put more blame on the front office. Because after they won the title in 2020 in the bubble, like they jacked up that entire roster. And Frank Vogel had he had nothing to he couldn't implement his his coaching style, his coaching plan the way he did in 2020 because they took Danny Green was gone. KCP was mm-hmm. gone. Rondo was gone. Like a lot of what made a lot people forget a lot of what made that that championship team a championship team aside from the bubble, if you want to count that. If they were defensively so good, like oh, that was a great defensive team. And when you remove all these pieces, and especially when you don't have anybody really on the wing who can defend like that, it's like, well, 
it's no wonder you you go to the playoffs and you get beat in the first round or you miss the playoffs entirely like that the whole roster construction after that title was just abysmal so some of the so a lot of the blame i definitely put on the front office and and, and um their decision making but you know one title in six or seven years it's a success but also hugely disappointing uh, Mike, what you feel about it? I think both of y'all silly. That's, that's what I think. I think both of y'all silly, man. What? What, right. what is? So, so. What did What did you expect? What did you expect when LeBron got to LA? What was the expectation? Uh, I know my expectations was at least more than one title. Two. Why? Coming off of how many straight finals appearances was it? Like nine or ten or some crazy number like that. Facts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So looking at that alone, just the ability to get there, that means he he knows how to how to at least get us to that point. Okay. So, so, so I can at least say, okay, if he has the ability to get there, and let's be honest, at this point, the West is. I say a tad easier to get through than the East at this so, point. Definitely at this point. Really? Yes. Okay. okay. Oh, so, the best is the NBA or the Eastern Conference. Uh, uh, okay. No, no doubt about All right. that. All right. Let me answer this question. Let me break this down, right? So, how many years did Kobe play? 20, right? 20. 20. In, in 20 years, he got five rings. Is that mm-hmm. a disappointment? No. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. The level of success, the consistency of it. The consistency of it. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Time out. Time out. The consistency of it. So in 20 years, Kobe went five rings. That's at a 25% clip. Kobe Bryant won a ring 25% of the time in his career. Mm-hmm. In 75 seasons, what we just finished. The Los Angeles Lakers got 17 rings in 75 seasons. That average is a 22%. 22% of the time, the Lakers have won an NBA championship. In four years, LeBron got one ring. That's 25%. How is it a disappointment? What else did you expect? The Warriors, like the Warriors was the Warriors before LeBron already got there. Everybody knew the Warriors was better than L.A. when uh, when the Warriors is stacked. Yeah, but we, we view mm-hmm. LeBron differently than we view Kobe right, you, and stuff. You, Right, you you view LeBron different differently. Right, it, that that doesn't that doesn't. How, how can the Lakers and and them winning one ring in four years be a disappointment when you're putting all of the weight on LeBron? LeBron has essentially played like look at look at who LeBron has played with in LA. His first year, he played with he played with Lonzo Ball, who wasn't healthy. He played with Brandon Ingram, who was kind of still a puppy, and he Brandon Ingram was in his second year. Um, his his uh his second year, obviously that was the championship year killer. You brought up the bubble, and you and you talking about how you know uh the bubble pr- provided a break. It ain't just provide a break for LA. It provided a break for everybody that played in the bubble. Everybody had fresh mm-hmm. legs, so it was an even playing field. So the so the bubble actually helped level the playing field. So everybody talk about the Mickey Mouse championship and how that's not how that's not uh how it's not legitimate because it was in a bubble and people couldn't see their family and travel and all this other stuff. It set a level a level playing field. Everybody was playing at the same place. Everybody everybody was playing was pretty much in the same time zone. 
nobody could see their family except ex unless you had like certain certain passes where they allowed your family to come in or whatever. Like, like it set an even playing field. So the bubble is actually the most legitimate championship ever, in my opinion. And so then you go, then you go to um you go to LeBron's third year. What the hell happened? Ain't that when Anthony Davis, ain't that when Charles Barkley gave Anthony Davis the nickname Street Clothes? Ain't that when it like really popped in year three? Because Anthony Davis could not stay healthy. Yeah. And it and it was and it was just LeBron carrying a bunch of a bunch of who? A bunch of nobodies. It was LeBron and scrubs and then you get then you get this season this past season where nobody no, no, none of us none of us expected russell westbrook to be as bad as he was mm. i don't even think russ is going to be that bad this season coming up nobody expected russ to be this bad so russ is bad adk stay healthy LeBron got to put the whole damn Lakers organization on on they on his back, and we gonna say it's a failure. N not to mention, I didn't even say, I didn't even talk about how Rob Palinka got Magic Johnson the fuck up out of there. We ain't even talk about that. We ain't even talk about how Genie Bus has made the Lakers organization a shit show, and the only reason why the Lakers have been relevant is because of LeBron. The Lakers, think about that. The Lakers ain't even been relevant because of their name. With the Lakers have not been relevant because they are the Lakers. They've been relevant because of LeBron. Like, like it, it's not, it's not a, it's not a failure to me. Le, LeBron delivered. Le, LeBron delivered. Well, like, I think you got to remember, like me and Killer both said it would be a success, but it could also feel like a disappointment. Like, like, like we, like, like we should have gotten more out of it from um, who? And I'm not saying a lot more. Like, like you think, you think, you think, you think. Well, wait, you think y'all should have gotten more out of it from LeBron? Like who? Who? Y'all feel like y'all should have gotten more? I mean, more like from who? I put it like this. Put it like this. LeBron going to L.A. sunset of his career is. Low key, the same thing that we're that we were getting from that we're getting now from Tom Brady, or that we got from Peyton Manning. Had let's say Peyton Manning had gone to Denver, and it just and they don't win at all. That, that's, a horrible, that's, years, that's a horrible. That's a horrible comparison. That's a horrible comparison. Peyton Manning was a failure in Denver. Yeah, he got a Super Bowl, but he was a failure. He was bad in Denver. Bad with a capital. He was he was, he was bad that one year. That first he, he was bad. Right. The one year he made two Super Bowls in three years, and then last year he happened to get bad because he got hurt, and it was a bad injury. Only reason why they stuck it out was because they knew they had a hellacious defense, and there was Peyton, no answer for that pass Peyton, rush. Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, in in hit Peyton Manning in his respective sport was not nearly as impactful as LeBron has been in LA performance wise. LeBron is a, has been a far greater performer than Peyton Manning was when he was with the Denver Broncos. Like, like the, the you mean reason, so the season where he set the touchdown the record reason, was just inconsequential. The, the reason why Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl in Denver was because that team was stacked. That team was loaded. Like, like, and they yeah. don't win it with they and they don't get there without them. Of course they don't win. They don't win the Super Bowl without because they don't because that because that year they don't beat the Steelers without Peyton Manning on the field. I I am not sitting here saying that they could have won without Peyton Manning. I am saying that to say to sit there and say that Peyton Manning was just as impactful on the football field in Denver as LeBron has been on the basketball court in L.A. is completely false. Come on, yo.
LeBron just finished averaging what was it like thirty? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then and then last yeah, that's year, like it's like throwing with then, the, with the LeBron's year this year is like throwing last three, year it's like and throwing then, thirty touchdowns and four thousand yards. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then last year, didn't LeBron average a double double? Come on, yo. Come on, yo. This ain't like like if this is if, if you want to look at anything as a failure as far as LA is concerned, it's not LeBron going to LA. It is Genie Bus. It is it is Genie Bus. It is Rob Palenka. It is uh it is everybody like as a matter of fact, the I think so, the fail, I think so, the failure, so we're, we're, wait, wait, we're no, 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 ignore the fact that no, he wanted A D who couldn't stay on let the floor. Finish, let me let me finish. You asked me the question, right? Mm-hmm. You asked me the question. Mm-hmm. If if we are going to call this a failure, it's on Rob Palenka, it's on Genie Bus. The only thing LeBron has done since he got to LA was carry that goddamn team full of no, full of nobodies for most years. And do you know the I reason guess, why he uh, had to do that was because he actually said, "No, go out and get me AD, who's only had what one or two fully healthy seasons." Correct. correct. And then he I, also I, I, said, "Go and get so, me." So, so but, these but are you're, but, but you're not. But you, you, check you're me out. Check me out. Check me out. Let me finish my no, point. No, no, because because Let you're making my points. Point you're not making. You're not making points about LeBron. You're not making points. Those about, aren't points about LeBron. No, you're making. And I go to my people and I say, "Okay, look, I know you want to try to keep me happy to keep me here. Make these moves." Effectively, you are tying the hands of the orb saying, okay, man, you know what? We got to keep this guy here. Let's make the moves. And they did that. I seriously do believe this beyond all shadow of a doubt. If you keep that Laker team together, the one that they had when they got LeBron, that team still can win a ship. Lonzo Ball was ass in Lonzo Ball was ass in LA. No, you could not. Lonzo only Ball was ass. Comparison to the expectations. That's the look, only reason people look at him like that. And it's the same thing. And it's the same thing that y'all saying about this whole failure thing. The failure is based on y'all's expectations. That's what it's that's but as far as LeBron is concerned, LeBron has delivered. Yeah, he won an Anthony Davis. Guess what? He won a ring with Anthony that. Davis. A, that was a good one. I don't I don't yeah, I don't, yeah. Flash. I don't he won put a that ring as a with, negative. Exactly. With, with 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 Russ, yeah, he wanted Russ. Russ had a bad year. That's if, a failure, though. That that is a failure. That's that's, a, a that's failure. how that's 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 a failure right now. But how does it look? But this is only one year. This is the first year where we could be like Russ was horrible. Now, what if this? Then what if this season happens, and then Russ averages the same numbers but it's more efficient and the lakers get a six seed in the playoffs and they make it to the second round then does it look as bad absolutely not so this so so the jury is still out the jury is still out the thing is when lebron is on the team everybody want results right now because of everything that he did before 10 10 NBA finals and all that other shit. Everybody want results right now, but it, but nobody pays attention to the fact that before LeBron got to LA when he was in the Eastern Conference for his whole career, LeBron ran the East because the competition was always out west. Now that he's in the west where he got where he got the big where he got the big dogs chomping at the bit trying to get to him, like you got Golden State, you got the motherfucking Clippers, like you got all of these teams that's out here that's out here Grinding, trying to trying to get trying to trying to make it out out west. He LeBron didn't have that in the East. So how was so how is it a failure? You're, it, it's it, it's a, it's only a failure because of how because of how great LeBron is and everybody expectations. But he he has won a, he is he has a championship ratio or percentage um, that is exactly the same as Kobe Bryant. 
exactly the same. The only difference is Kobe Bryant got a larger sample size, and so five rings look better compared to one. I just want to reiterate when Killer asked this question, I was stating as I as I explained that I wasn't pinning everything on LeBron. Oh as I yeah, talked yeah about no, yeah, 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 facts, yeah, facts. Like, no, 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 that it, that year after the time, I said that's that's on the front, that's on Rob Plinger for removing all those role players that fit well with LeBron and AD. Like they could, they were no longer the defensive team. Yeah. Like yeah. that's I put that on Rob Plinker in the front. Row. I don't put that on LeBron. The one thing I emphatically put on LeBron. Is the Russell Westbrook is the trade. is the is the That's Russell the, Westbrook? Yes, that is yes. the one thing that I will say. Due to LeBron, has been abject failure. And as someone who watched every Laker game last season, maybe and maybe I'm still feeling the effects of it, but I do not want to see Russell Westbrook as a Laker this season. Like if you run that team back, like you, you, there's, I, I'll say it right now, and I won't even blame it on LeBron because I can see it coming a mile away. You run this same that same Laker team back again this year, we then they, they, they ain't no shot. They're gonna make much noise in the playoffs. I don't because I don't because I don't I, trust I, I agree with everything that you just said, Corey. I agree with every single word. I don't want to see Russ there either. What I'm saying is it is possible that because nobody wants that contract, Russ is there. And then what mm-hmm. do you do if he has a good year and they make the playoffs? And, and, it, and then your perception about the move completely changes. Everybody right now with the Russ did with the Russ trade, everybody has a recency bias. And it's because it's LeBron. We expect results immediately. But it's like, yo, LeBron in the in the last, he he in the he in the back nine of his career. You know, you know what I'm saying? He, mm-hmm. he on the he on the back nine. He can't he can't do it like he used to. Um, the man gonna need some help, which is why, which is why Anthony Davis is so critical to the Lakers, because like he's supposed to be the one that like get the baton passed to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just I'm just saying that we can't expect the results to be the same as they always have been before LeBron got to LA because he older. Like, what was a failure? What was a failure? If there's anything that was a failure, it was Miami. And it was because of the perception that LeBron created. And it was the not one, not two, not, not two, three, not, not three, four. Not four. It, like mm-hmm. like LeBron set that perception. LeBron didn't come to LA and do that. Everybody else just put that in their head. So it ain't to me, it ain't a failure. It's just a failure for everybody else because they got these, they got these uh unrealistic expectations ain't nobody ain't nobody winning the championship every goddamn year ain't nobody did that since chicago in the 90s i mean that's that's just i agree the miami the miami team overall is more disappointing because that that yeah that would say that was more yeah and that was that was three hall of famers in their primes too so yeah, that that we can all look at as a as an abject failure. Right, and, and here's the thing, Corey. You brought up the Russ trade being LeBron's fault, and I don't disagree with you because LeBron, you know, orchestrated that. We all know that. Um, but looking back at it, like put yourself, put yourself in, put yourself in in the fans in a fan's point of view at this time last year. Like think about how you were last year. Yeah. Would you would you have traded Cal Kuzma for Russell Westbrook? No, you would not have traded Cal Kuzma was ass. You would not have traded Cal Kuzma for Russell Westbrook. No, not and not because of not even just from a talent standpoint, just from a skill set standpoint. Like anybody who's watched Russ and who watches LeBron, there is absolutely no way you could say that they are an on court fit. 
No, and no, Ru- I, I I agree, but the but the rust trade didn't happen in a vacuum though. Like the rust like like the trade the trade with Washington happened. Russ got to LA, right? But then mm-hmm. they buffered, but then they buffered that trade with complementary pieces or people who we thought were complementary pieces like Carmelo. And remember, mm-hmm. the year before, Carmelo had a pretty good year in Portland as a yeah. as a as a knockdown spot up shooter. Mm-hmm. He did not, he was not that in LA. You know what I mean? Like, like no, like that's what I'm saying is like Russ, Russ, yeah, Russ and LeBron, their games kind of conflict, but nobody could have predicted how Russ was going to be last year. Like, it's how bad he was. Oh, yeah, nobody, I'll say that. No, yeah, nobody, nobody could predict how bad Carmelo was. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. like those at the time, at the time, it looked like they were making, like they were making moves to complement. LeBron's game to to a to a certain degree, and I put I also got to put part of a part of the blame on Frank Vogel because I thought he should have staggered LeBron and Russ's uh, minutes. I, I I just think they do the same thing. So, yeah, Frank did not do a great job. Um, whether you have, like you said, staggering minutes and rotation, like Frank Vogel was not blameless. You know, he had nah. his he had his issues too. So I'm not saying. And where the know. hell was Dwight Howard? <laughs> That's a good question. Who the hell was the center? They had Dwight Howard and who else? Like who else was who was the back? Who backed him up? Uh, they had DeAndre Jordan for a little bit. See what I mean? At the start like that was. That, I mean, again, like stuff like that, man. See this, this, see this for me. That's what goes back to the front office. Like, how could you watch certain guys and say, oh yeah, they fit. Oh yeah, they can still go. Yeah, they can still get some. Like, just some mind blowing stuff. That's that's just like this leaves you scratching your head, but. Yeah, man, it's it's the roster construction is an issue, and like I said, the injuries. I'm not like I said, I'm not blaming that on LeBron, but I'm just saying like injuries. You couldn't foresee that. Like, even if you were the most pessimistic person going into last year, you still I don't think anybody could have ex- expected Russ to be that bad. But like, uh, yeah, just I still have a bad taste in my mouth from that. But anyway, yeah, yeah, no facts, facts. Killer Higo, a question for you though. All right, try me out. Cause, cause you said, cause you said that uh, it was a, it was a kind of a failure. Well, my so, exact word was disappointment, a slight disappointment. It's a success, but you still feel it's like going to a movie that ends okay, but you feel a little cheated in the end. That's kind of how it feels. Okay, okay. So if uh, now. What year? I believe I believe this is year. I believe this is year five or six for Kawhi and Paul George. Mm-hmm. I think this is year five. I think this is year five. Four. Yeah, four. Yeah, they came the four? season after. Four? Yeah, they came the season they after came LeBron. LeBron's. Yeah, yeah, yeah so four. Because okay. the, the year LeBron got to LA was the year Kawhi, that was that was Kawhi Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, so they going in year four now. The Clippers ain't won one ring. Mm-hmm. Is that a disappointment? Hell yes. Hold on. Oh yeah. I, I, no, 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 Wait, Corey. I know. Corey, Corey. No, no, no. So, so, so why? Beyond, so why does, beyond a disappointment. So, so, okay, so it's beyond. It's beyond a disappointment. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted now, to make sure that. I just wanted yeah, to make sure that uh, we were staying uh, consistent it, it, with the in answers. My, in my eyes, in my eyes, if you're building a team to win a title and they win you none, that is a disappointment. Especially Born, when, especially when you, when you build, I'm sorry, go ahead, Kill. 
No, no, go, go, go ahead. I think you're like, about to say the same thing. If you remember when they formed that team that season uh, with Paul George and uh, Kawhi, like you remember how hard that organization went to. We run LA now. We we taking over. Like the, the, like the, the Kawhi New Balance commercial. Yeah, like all those shots they were taking at the Lakers, and. And, and like you're, and, and even like the odds makers, the odds, if you remember going into that season, the Clippers had the best odds to win the title that year. They were the number one favorite that year, right? Yep. And then that was the, that ended up, that turned out to be the bubble year, right? Didn't that, yeah. didn't that see that? Actually, okay. actually, Mike, you came on to the halftime adjustment podcast and we actually did a bracket. Uh, I, and, I, and I picked the Clippers to win the championship. Yep. And I picked and the so, Lakers and I got that one right. <laughs> and so, like, you go all of that and like, you know, just and to think about how Kawhi was so sought after, which was deserved. I'm not saying he didn't he didn't deserve that, but like, and to see what has happened since, it's like like that is a that is what I would classify as a failure. Like that that's that's that is a, an adjunct failure. And like and, and you gotta remember the Clippers, like in terms of an organization, like a front office, they are way more respected. Than like the Lakers front office, like you know, with uh Jerry, Jerry West, West. Jerry yeah, West. and all those guys, like mm-hmm. Steve Ballmer, the richest, all like they they like make a move, and it's like to have none, like yeah, that is that is what. And not only that, going back to you had Denver, you what you had a three one lead against Denver mm-hmm. in the playoff, and you lose three straight, and Kawhi played a horrible fourth quarter, and Paul PG George was, was terrible. Horrible. Like that to me, pandemic P. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that is that is way worse, way worse than lately. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I so, actually, so I actually got a reason, video up on YouTube talking about that exact series. So the and reason I, I was I was so disappointed in them boys. So the reason why I brought up the Clippers is because what you described, Killer, was like like going to see going to see a good movie that that leaves you disappointed and wanting more or whatever. Mm-hmm. That is how I feel about the Clippers. I I feel I feel that about the Clippers. I can't put the Clippers and I and I can't put the Clippers and and the Lakers in the same I can't group them together. Um because I first of all, I didn't I, I expected LeBron I expected LeBron to win two rings total in LA. Total. I did too. I did. I did yeah, too. That, that's what I said. Total. Two, two at right. At, but but at, see, he yeah. but see, he's still in LA, so it can still happen. So which is why I said I can't I can't call it a disappointment. Like like I just can't. Like I wasn't hey. expecting I wasn't expecting LeBron to have two rings by now. I was expecting him to have two rings by the by the time his career ended. Um, I was expecting him to finish his career with five. Um, which is why it's not to me it's not a disappointment. But the Clippers. The Clippers, the, the Clippers should have at least one and, and be competing every year. Can I say this real quick? I just have one analogy. Yeah, go ahead. The Clippers, the Clippers, because you talked about movies leaving you disappointed. Right. The Clippers are like watching the 1997 Batman and Robin movie. Oh, come on, bro. Who was Hunter Roy? Is that Val Kilmer? Is that Val Kilmer? No, no. This is the one with George Clooney. Oh, George Clooney. Oh, shit. Yeah, Got the star good. power. Got the marketing and you like got Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. Jim like, Carrey as got, got Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. You got Alicia Silverstone yep. as like all this stuff and all this hype. And, and that's then the you best watch it. Do. You watch it like, dang, that movie was not all that great. Nope. Oh, they had Bane. They, 
No, no, no. They didn't have Bane. They disrespected the fuck out of Bane in Batman Forever. That, that's that's what it was. They disrespected the fuck out of out of Bane. They made Bane look like a complete idiot. By the way, former pro wrestler Jeep Swenson played Bane. Just oh, for real? Yeah, Jeep Swenson. Yeah, he was Bane in the uh, Batman Robin. Anyway. Yeah. So, so Killer, you don't like you don't like the, the extension, the LeBron extension. Uh, I feel better about that than I did the um the DK Metcalf contract. That why the fuck are we go? Well, why are we talking about DK? I'm just saying, if we had to scale it, I feel better about that one. Well, it's LeBron. You should look. LeBron could be 50 years old if the Lakers want to sign him to a hundred million dollar extension. Guess what? I don't care. It's LeBron. He deserve. He's worth every penny of what he want for the rest of his damn for anything regarding basketball. LeBron could say he want a franchise. He wanted to take Spalding off of basketball and put LeBron. He deserve it. <laughs> like like LeBron, what LeBron has done for the game of basketball, for the players' empowerment and all of that shit, yo, he deserve every single penny. I ain't criticizing that damn extension. I love it from the simple standpoint that I trust LeBron more than I trust the current Lakers front office. So, uh, I tell you what. If the Lakers, if the Lakers don't make the playoffs this year, Rob Pelinka gonna get fired. Oh, Watch. he he is he more than anybody else. He is on the hot seat this season. Like he is he is on the hot seat this season. No mm-hmm. doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Show is. Show mm-hmm. is. So. You know what else I heard? Some rumor mill type stuff. We talking about rumors? Uh oh. Yeah. What, what rumors? What's About um, your favorite um, non-brush using basketball player? My favorite Bro. who? Y'all so dis- nah. you're so disrespectful, Kel. No. His disrespectful not brushing his damn head. Oh, it's about Kevin Durant. Exactly. As soon as you said, as soon as I heard you say brush, I let y'all Kevin Durant, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, what, what, what about has it? They were trying to make a package deal out of Chicago to bring him to the Bulls. I'm all the way, I'm all the way against that. But it's something else I did hear, which made me smile. Giannis was talking about Chicago when his contract's up. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, I heard that Giannis ain't coming to Chicago. We we kill that noise. Stop that. I'm just saying. No, no, no. Stop that. Stop that. Killer. killer. I feel I the same no, way. Killer. Listen, killer. Mike, killer. Mike, it's Mike. not happening. It's, <laughs> Listen to me real quick. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying I feel the same. We talked about this before. Yeah, but I see the smile on your face. I feel the same way about this that I did about LeBron. I would love to have him if he comes, but I'm not looking forward to it. I'm going to tell you why Giannis ain't coming. Same reason why LeBron ain't come. Same reason why D-Wade ain't come. Same same reason, same reason why. Uh, I mean, he came later, but that don't count. Same reason why Melo ain't come. Jordan, if cheap you come, owner. if you, not even cheap owner, because Reinsdorf was willing to pay, was willing to pay them stars, the mega stars. But mm. um, if you come to Chicago, you are you are living in the shadow of Michael Jordan. There is no way around it. Mm-hmm. Whenever people think about Michael Jordan, don't nobody think about no Charlotte goddamn Hornets. Mm-hmm. People think about the Chicago Bulls. That's that, that statue that's at the Advocate Center that used to be right outside the United Center. Like I got, I got 
what I got four pictures in front of the statue. You know what I'm saying? I went up, I went to Chicago twice just to see the Bulls lose because it, I wanted to see Jordan and Pippen in the in the rafters, like their jerseys and everything, and just be in that in that environment or whatever. Like yeah, it was pretty like, dope. I got a chance to see them play as a kid. That was pretty dope. Yeah, like like if you are a great player and you come to Chicago. You have to be okay with, um, with as LeBron said years ago, chasing uh, Jordan's ghost, chasing the ghost of Chicago. You got to be, you got to be okay with that. And most players ain't cool with that. So, you know, yeah. we gonna look. Now, here's, Lakers, a, here's a question, and I and I, I'll see you get into the Lakers on this because I think my question is going to take us right to LA anyway. Yeah. How do you find it easier? To chase behind the ghost of Kobe and Magic. No, you ain't chasing behind the ghost of Kobe. There is no such thing as the ghost of Kobe and Magic and Magic in LA. That does not exist. They they are they were great. They were great Lakers. That is what they were. They the 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 Lakers were were successful before Magic. The Lakers were successful before Kobe. The Lakers were successful was successful before Shaq. Like the Lakers are a brand. In Chicago, we wasn't shit before Jordan. We wasn't shit after Jordan. The the Jordan brand, the Jordan brand sneakers, the same way that the same way that Jordan got his own brand with Nike. Chicago is like an extension of Jordan, so it is completely different. It's completely different when you when you talk about the Lakers, you can go all the way back. You can go all the way back to uh, Wilt. You know what I'm saying? Like like. They have a brand. The Lakers have a brand. Chicago, before Jordan, the 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 most accomplished player we ever had was Jerry Sloan, and then after that we was we was the the cocaine the the Chicago cocaine Bulls. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and then Jordan came and saved us, and we ain't been shit since. So, it, it, there there's no there's no ghost in L.A. There's just it's just the Lakers. Same thing with same thing. Look, look at it. Look at it like football, man. Same thing with the Cowboys. There's no ghost of Emmitt Smith or Troy Aikman or Roger Staubach. There ain't like because y'all had it, those same three guys back in the um, back in the seventies. It's the it's the Cowboys. Like like it's the brand. Even when we don't win, it's the brand. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. So like, but like you talk about a team. You talk about a team like talk about a team like the Colts. Oh, you playing you playing in the shadow of uh Peyton Manning. Like remember when Andrew Luck got there, they were talking about Andrew Luck playing in the house that Peyton built and all that. Like mm-hmm. same thing, same thing. That that's okay. why that's why ain't no superstars gonna willingly come here in free agency. Not not like Giannis and and transcendent ones. We yeah, gonna have to we got to draft our next guy. Or we can sign some some low key free agents who end up emerging into stars. You know what I'm saying? But we ain't about to get we ain't about to sign no megastar. Hmm. Hey, no, I see the point. I see the point oh, taken there. Oh, and, and and you thought you thought I was gonna let you slide for what you mentioned earlier? If Kevin Durant come to Chicago. I'm finding somebody. I'm finding somebody in Chicago. I'm finding somebody in Chicago to take to take him out by the kneecaps. Bro, 
Yeah. Oh, wow, <laughs> man. Hey, Ke- hey, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant ain't good with me, yo. He ain't good with me. I don't want him in Chicago. KD, we- if you ever if you ever listen to this, Corey, Corey Graves didn't say a word. Yo. Amen. Man, look, ain't no K- one scared of somebody who can't put a 45 plate off their chest. Ain't no K- one worried about that. KD, if you ever listen to this, Mike said, fuck you. I'm trying to create media relations, y'all. <laughs> I'm trying to create media relations. <laughs> hey, look, man, that's a 33% business. And last time I checked, there's three of us. So we're going to have that covered. Yeah. Uh, but, but speaking of having things covered, preseason week one wrapped up. Over the weekend. I know Dallas did not play their guys at all. So I'm not going to talk Cowboys. I'm not going to talk Cowboys. Why do you got to bring us up? No, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm not going to talk Cowboys. Because I know y'all didn't play Cowboys. I I know you still watched the game. I told you when you was on your way to watch it that it's not going to be worth your time. I barely watched the game. I was at the casino. Yeah, because I'm saying my boy Kendall Hinton went off. But um, whose performance were you most impressed with over the course of this weekend? Can I go first? By all means. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. You see that 75-yard touchdown pass, bro? Yeah, that was nasty. That was nasty. He threw it. You talking about the one that Trey Lance threw after Jordan Love threw his touchdown bomb? Yeah, something like that. We with the semantics. We need to get in that. But anyway, <laughs> Trey Lance, seventy-five yard touchdown pass. Threw a fifty-one, uh, a fifty-yard pass, and uh, I forgot who they practiced with. They practiced another team yesterday. But anyway, hey, I'm telling you, my shoot MVP conversation. I'm just saying. Mm. I, I was impressed by nobody. It's the first game of the preseason. G- give me, give me the third. Wait, let me wait till the third preseason game is over when they had a dress rehearsal. Um, I know it's not a fourth preseason game, so let me um, let me let me finish. Let me let's let the preseason finish, and then I can tell you who I was impressed with. I ain't, I ain't impressed with nobody right now. Cowboys ain't playing, ain't playing Dak, ain't playing Zeke, ain't playing CD. We ain't now. We ain't, Zeke well, looks a lot smaller than he did last year. I think that's that, that's gonna really lean into a, into it, a good year for him. It's funny you say that because a lot of people have been saying Zeke look heavier, but I, I don't think I don't think people pay attention to Zeke during mm-hmm. the off season now, uh, Zeke, because you got to look at his hips or the running back. You got to look at the hips. His he was a lot wider last year at his hip. Yeah. I mean, he he's might, a he lot may, smaller in the hip right now, so he, that's going to go really well for his ability to kind of get in and out of cuts. He he may he may have lost weight. He may have lost weight. I don't know. I just know that when he trains, um, I know that he's wearing four damn shirts plus a sweatshirt over top of it. So he's always going to look chunkier on the practice field because he's consistently trying to sweat so he can so he can shed whatever water weight. That he need to for the season, so mm-hmm. I just want people. I just want people to stop like being on his case about how, like dog. Leave a man alone. Nah. Let say, he he's good. not. He's not Zion when it comes down to the weight. Nah, Eddie Lacy nah. ate his way out the league. Like there are guys who you can point to and say, man, he's a little too heavy to be doing what he's doing. Well, guess what? This kid is definitely not too heavy to be doing what he's doing. He's actually a lot. He's actually smaller than he was over the last two years, which could lead to a bump up in productivity, which he has not seen since his rookie year. So I'm hoping that this turns because I'm leaning toward drafting his little black behind on a couple of my fantasy teams because I got some late picks because I bought out last year. So I'm really hoping to be able to scoop him up and do well there. But to kind of lean a little bit outside of it, um, since we are talking sports, getting into football, 
the top 25 for college football drop. So there's no surprise who's number one in my eyes. There's no surprise. With Bama being right there at the top, no surprise. I mean, who's really shocked? Anybody? <laughs> no. no. Uh, that's a um, You know a team that's shocking me being ranked at all this year? And maybe I need to look look more at them. Don't don't be disrespectful, Keller. No. Like you, but, like no, you no, 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 I'm not. NC State at 13. Oh, yeah, they're going to fall. They're going to fall. I, I'm a little bit confused as to why Florida, who's bringing back a buttload of talent, only got 14 votes. Tennessee, bringing back a ton of talent, didn't even crack the top 25. Yeah. Texas, hold on, hold on, wait, time out, time bringing time out, time in out, time a ton of talent. Time out, time out. Let, me, let, me, mm-hmm. let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. I just pulled this up. Let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. All right. Clemson, number, number four. They're going to be mm-hmm. there. All right. Notre Dame, I think they're gonna fall. Yeah. Um AM, A&M. they'll lose they'll lose big games. Yeah, I think they're they're they're, 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 they're AM, they'll lose big games. Utah, I think they're gonna fall. Michigan, Michigan will rise. I got Michigan, Michigan I think, rise. I think Michigan will rise. I think OU gonna rise. I think Baylor gonna rise. I think Oregon gonna stay right about there. You I think Oklahoma that? Oklahoma State gonna fall. North Carolina State Oregon, gonna fall. Utah game, they go. I got they're, they're, I, I got I got every AFC team falling. The U is at 16. They're gonna fall. And the reason why I got them falling is because they play in the ACC. Don't nobody pay attention to the goddamn ACC. The Wake Forest is sitting there at number 22. Come on, yo. Fuck out of here. Um I I love the disrespect. I love <laughs> the disrespect that my longhorns have gotten. We not even ranked. Y'all gonna be ranked next season though. Oh, 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 preseason, preseason yeah, we're going to yeah. be ranked next year. But yeah. this year, but this year, preseason, we not ranked. That's cool. I think Steve, I think Steve Sarkeesian in his second year is going to be real good. Um, got, got some talent. And then, you know, of, of course, next year at this time, we're going to have uh, uh, the Manning boy um, starting for us Arch. and everything. So, yeah, Arch Manning. So, yeah, I just like to disrespect the Texas getting like yo, like they really out here thinking, they really out here thinking that the BYU Cougars about to be better than Texas. We gonna see. I don't believe that at all. Yeah, I mean, I think I Houston ahead of y'all, Cincinnati. Cincinnati's hit or miss, and it's only because I don't know how good they can be, but I also know how bad it can get. Like they're 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 in a weird position. Like last year, Cincinnati team was was damn good, but it slipped up late. But I'm just kind of just looking at the top 25. I don't think Kentucky is better than Tennessee. I don't think Arkansas is better than Tennessee. Kentucky was terrible last year. Yeah, and they're 20. Yeah, like, like come on, Like, yo. Tennessee. Tennessee last year. But Tennessee's not ranked? They're not ranked. Exactly. No, they're not they're ranked. not ranked. They oh, are one great. of the most talented teams. Well, honestly, honestly talented. They're the, one of the most balanced teams in all of college football. In all of college football. Like they're not dominant. They're not going to be a dominating defense. They're not going to be an explosive offense. What they are going to be is 28 to 35 points a game. They're going to give up 17 to 22. And they're going to be in a lot of fights that I think they can win. That's where Tennessee is. 
and then coming in next year, once they are uh, not next year, but is it next year? Yeah, they, they got next year's number one quarterback coming in. Who? Arch is number one for this class right now, right? The year after that. Arch, Arch is not playing at Texas this coming year. Yeah. So the following, now Arch is done with, done with high school football, right? No, he's got one year left. No, he's got he's, he's he's going to he's a senior, senior this year. Okay, yeah. yeah. So the junior year guy I'm talking about already committed to go play at Tennessee. Can't remember the kid's name, but he's a freaking stud. So there's a lot of talent at Tennessee right now that I think is getting overlooked. I think by the end of this year, if things go the way I think they're going to go, the Vols will finish in the top ten. And it'll surprise everyone but the three of us. A, because I said it, and two, and B, because y'all listening to me say it. So it shouldn't come as a surprise. The top five The top five is going to be Alabama, Georgia. Um, the top five is going to be Alabama, Georgia. Michigan. Um, no. I got Michigan. I got Michigan beating Ohio State two years in a row, man. No, I, I think the top five is going to be Alabama, Georgia, um, USC. Ooh. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Hmm. And so that means you got USC beating Utah and, and, and Clemson. Oregon. And Clemson. I do too. I have USC over Utah. Hey. You have to beat hey, Oregon? Hey. USC hmm. ain't playing no games. Have, I don't think they're better than Oregon this year. I think that USC's a year away. I think Oregon, they're a year away. Oregon is one of Oregon's, those teams. I think but. Oregon's more mature right now. And I think that's gonna make the difference. They're just Oregon is just it's like it's just one of those teams that every year I'm just just so jaded by like I just don't I just can't put my all into them I just for whatever reason I just can't I don't know what it is Oregon may remind you a bit of Nebraska football like like the nineties Nebraska it's like only thing about only thing good with Oregon only thing good with Oregon is they they might only thing good with Oregon is they might get Bronny James. That's it. Oregon ain't nothing to talk about. <laughs> Oregon gonna go to a bowl game, but they ain't about to be in the aisle. They ain't about to be in no college football playoffs. What they in the Pac-12 still? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they ain't. They ain't man. If, if and I got USC being there, yeah, or Oregon ain't. ain't yeah, it ain't about to be two of them. Kill I, just don't, I just don't uh, think USC's beating Oregon this year. I just don't think they are. Not this year. They might not. But Kill, how you feel about your uh, your boys not ranked? Are they? Ah, no, we're not, and also we don't deserve to be. I mean, we haven't had a winning season in five years. This is the longest stint Damn. in Florida State history. Y'all miss Bobby Bowden, I swear to God. It's, it's more than Bowden, dude. Like, the mystique is gone. The same things that Andrew Roll was saying about you is the same yeah. things that we're saying about FSU, that Florida State fans are saying about FSU. That mystique why- is gone. This the is respect Al- is gone. We have to start winning games. This this is why Alabama is bad for college football. But we can get into that. We can get into that another day if y'all want. But Alabama's bad. Like Nick Saban is not good for college football. Like he's just not. Like to hoard. I ain't gonna say hoard, but to have that much talent simply right away on a roster. Like, didn't they have a um, – I, I think the last team I saw do that was USC, but it wasn't even that egregious. 
They just had a quarterback who never took a snap in college get drafted in the pros, which is I've never seen that before. John David Booty, for those who do not remember, never played a in snap at USC and got drafted. Yeah, I mean Nick Saban. Nick Saban is a um is a great coach, um Hall of Fame college coach. Clearly, I can't knock anything that he has done. Like he deserves all of the praise that he gets because he is the greatest college coach ever in the history of college football, right? Mm-hmm. But Alabama, um, it's it's. And I understand, like, if I'm if I'm an Alabama fan, yeah, keep like like yo, keep the machine coming. Like, yo, we always want to be number one. Always like we always gonna be at the top. Um, but it, it's just it's not it's not good, man. It's like like Alabama has created an environment. Alabama has created a and I, I think I talked about this before, like how the problem I got with sports is like everybody is in like a, a win now. Or a you suck. Either you got to win the championship or you suck. Like there's no like in between. Mm-hmm. Alabama has has made has made it in college football to where none of the games matter in college football because you just know Alabama's going. They're going to be in the national championship. Yeah, they call and, it the Alabama like, Invitational for a like, reason. Like it, it's 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 the way it's the way that the NBA felt for five years when you just knew, you knew Golden State was going to be. Yeah, we know Golden State is going to be there. You know, like that, that, you know, like Alabama, Alabama college football is what Golden State was, you know, um, especially when they got KD. Like it, it just, it just make it just doesn't make it fun. So it mm-hmm. takes the luster out. So like when you want to see the, when you want to see the U get back to the program that it used to be in the 90s and the early 2000s, when you want to see that, like you got to think. All right, well, why do why do you don't have that mystique no more? Because Alabama got every damn body. You know what I'm saying? Why why are five why are five star recruits playing third string football at Alabama? Like it's like, come on, yo, like something got to give. I mean, it ain't Alabama fault. Like you know, the students is the one committing and everything like that. Um, but I just don't I just don't think Alabama good for college football anymore, yo. Like they just make the shit predictable. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm looking now, the only thing that's the only thing that. that's unpredictable. The only thing that's unpredictable is who Alabama gonna face in the national championship. Like, Pretty much, it's either and, and and mainly recently it's been the team that they lost to in the regular season, like it's either LSU or Georgia, and then you got you throw Clemson in there, but it's legit been. It's been dominated by one team and then other teams that who who are just as good that year. Th- this is why they this is why they need to get rid of conferences in the uh, in the, in college football. Like just have a school, let the school have a football team, but get rid of conferences because every year it ain't gonna be nothing but the SEC in the national championship game. Uh, who going SEC SEC versus SEC SEC versus ACC SEC versus Pac twelve. SEC versus Big Ten, like it's always the SEC versus somebody. Like, yo, Actually, I think the I think the Pac-12 hasn't won a ring since two thousand four. What was that, Reggie Bush and Liner? No, no, wait, wait. Oregon, that was twenty fourteen. 
Yeah. I don't know. Oregon, Oregon in 2014, they won. Corey, what you think about what you think about Bama, yo? It's it's like you said, it's hard to knock the success. And does it make it predictable? Um not completely, because shoot, they got knocked off in the national championship by Georgia. But they so, went to the national championship. Like, like, mm-hmm. like every year you just know that they're going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. But also, I think part of the issue with that is, and I've I've been calling for this for week or for years, they need to expand the tournament. Like, you need at least eight teams to meet eight teams. However, you want to rank them, like it needs to be an eight team tournament instead of the four teams. But the the beauty about college football, though, is like anything can happen, which again makes Alabama's success so impressive. But like to me, it's not as predictable to me. It's just they're just a, a good team. And like you need to have a great opposing team to knock them off, just like Georgia was last year, like Clemson was a, some years ago. You know, I think I don't I don't hate it. I, I'll, I'll, I'll say it that way. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I'm not a fan, but I don't hate it. Yeah, I need Nick Saban to pull uh, uh, Coach K and just retire. All right, so over the last nine seasons, so basically from 2012 to 2021, last nine, ten seasons, they've been to seven national championships. Yeah. Yeah. Been to seven. And And it's like one of the years they didn't get born. Yeah, it it definitely gets born after a while, and it's low-key annoying, like, is it bad? Yeah. I feel that it's low key annoying. No, it's it's the Tom Brady effect. Yeah, it's that's exactly what it. And you know what? It's, because of this, I can almost understand why people hate it. Because I I was one that was kind of confused by it, but didn't understand until I was a little older. I'm like, how could you hate the Chicago Bulls? All we did was win. That's what we did in the nineties. All we did was win. And I never understood how someone could hate that. But in a sense, I guess you can say they felt the same way about Chicago that we feel about Bama, that we felt that oh, I know I felt about Tim Tebow, um, and everything else has been kind of force fed to me. So I can kind of now thinking back on I can understand it, but just looking at the landscape of college football, and I just don't see. I don't see it lasting much longer because of the NIL deals. And now the kids can go somewhere else and get paid. I think it opens it up a bit, but then you got situations like in Texas Tech, where every single player in the football team got a five got a five figure deal. I'm gonna tell you. So, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what I want. I'm gonna tell you what I want. Um, what I want, because see, I want. I want there to be competition with college football because it because it's so predictable um because Alabama has made it that way. What I want is I want the NFL to partner with the X with the XFL. And I want the and I want the NFL to use the XFL as a development league the same way that the NBA uses the G League as a development league. That way what you do is you give kids coming out of high school the option to compete at a semi-pro level or go to college. 
the same way that with basketball, you give kids the option to go to college or you can play in this development league for one year, work on your game, and then you can go to the and then you can go to the draft. I, I think I think that the NFL should incorporate something like that um, to compete with college to compete with college football, because then I, I don't think college football will be as predictable with Alabama being being there every single year as a, as it has been. You know, I like that idea. Do I think the NFL is going to make it? Oh, fuck no, they're not. not um, but it's a great idea to have. It'll make for a great feature in a video game. Yeah, because because look at it, look at it like this. At Corey, who uh, Alabama had three receivers um, this past year. Uh, Mechie was one of them. Who were the other two? Dang, I don't even remember. You know, I I completely zoned out of the draft this year. I don't remember. Is is it Mechie that has leukemia right now? I think so. yeah, yeah. So Mechie, so Mechie was one. Um, um, there was two other ones, but they was both like they like all of them was like five star receivers. So like, if you have a league yeah. where there's like yeah. a, a a development league of sorts. One of them receivers could have just could have went to XFL, worked on it, worked on his craft, this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just think I just think it's a good alternative to have. Yeah, it was Mechie Williams, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs. The last six receivers taken from Bama. Yeah, first round. Um, no, Mechie was taken in the second round. Okay, but the bulk of these guys were first round picks. Yeah, so yeah, I just think I just think yeah, they need to the NFL need to have they need to have a development league or something. Just college college football is just too big of a juggernaut, and like when everybody wants to go to one school, they just make that shit unfair. I'm honestly yeah. surprised Arch Manning chose Texas. I honestly am. Like I, I was smooth thinking he was gonna go somewhere where they were gonna put the ball in the air a lot. No, I, I didn't I was think y'all were gonna. I was do expecting. That in I was expecting Arkansas because his grandfather is Jerry Jones and Jerry Jones went to Arkansas. Yeah, but you also got to take, also take a good look at that family too. Arkansas. Um, yeah, not just Arkansas. Ole Miss, Tennessee's in the family now, but Ole Miss is the school. This family, the school, school family. I mean, the family school. There we go. The family school was. Was was, was Ole Miss, Ole Miss family, Arch Manning. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uncle right. went there, his granddaddy right. went yeah. there. Yeah yeah yeah. No, yeah. family right. went there, and then right. of yeah. course Tennessee with you know the Manning brother who wasn't as good, and Peyton. Yeah yeah. So I thought it was I thought it was at least gonna stick out SEC, but honestly in that family. If you weren't gonna go play in the SEC, I can see him going to Texas. It makes sense once you rule out the SEC. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that's that's just how I, I pretty much cho- chose to to look at that. Now, like I said, it hasn't been like a heavy, heavy news week in sports. So I figure. We can do something a little different since we don't have a whole lot of time. Like, not time, but. Stories. Stories to talk about, yeah. Topics. Uh, yeah. 
Not a ton of topics. All right. So we're going to play a little game called Start, Bench, Cut. Pretty self-explanatory. Cool. All right. Now, I'm going to give you three guys. And you tell me whether you're going to start them, bench them, or cut them. These are all football football uh, topics. You know what? I feel like you you only gonna do football. I feel like they all football. Nah, nah, nah. Because I actually got this idea of watching some basketball videos. Oh shit! Okay, surprise me. Yeah. So, start bench cut. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal. Zach Levine. I start build uh, bench Levine cut Russ. Dang, that's my exact answer too. If I could ask for reasoning behind that, Bill is more efficient of a score than both. Mm-hmm. Bill is more of a is more um, intimidating to me than both. Um. Zach Levine takes very bad shots. Yeah. He takes very bad shots. But I would still take him over Russ. To me, Bill is more... To me, he's more of a complete offensive player. And like Mike said, more intimidating, especially offensively, than Levine. I don't trust Levine in big-time situations. More than I would trust Bill and Russ. Just yeah. All right, I got one that's gonna be fun. Yeah, it, this is this is where my diabolical mind starts to work. Mm-hmm. Start bench cut. I ain't necessarily saying they gotta be stars or that good at all. You got Greg Oden. Come on, yo. <laughs> He about to do bus at court. Get uh, ready for this shit. <laughs> you, you, now you gonna have to think about this. Eddie Curry. <laughs> what? Hold on. Brian Scalabrini. I'm Start starting, bench cut. I'm starting Scalabrini. I'm benching uh, Eddie Curry, and I'm cutting Greg Oden. Greg Oden, he couldn't play. Yeah, that's a. He physically could. He physically could not play. Eddie Curry can't run, so I'm putting him <laughs> on the bench. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to. Eddie Curry can't oh. run. <laughs> hey, Brian Scalabrini at least got out there. I, I'd, I'd have to start Scalabrini just for the simple fact that he purposely would go to the rec center and play dudes because everybody called him a bum, and he would just wreck shop on those dudes. So for that, <laughs> for that reason alone, I'm starting Brian Scalabrini. You know, what? I, have I heard, I heard about him doing that too. This is yeah. funny shit in the world. <laughs> y'all, y'all don't remember, y'all don't remember when Scalabrini uh, played in Chicago, and, and when he came yeah. off the bench, everybody was screaming Scalabrini. <laughs> they were doing yeah. that in Boston too. Boston loved that man. Man, yeah, I'm taking Scalabrini uh, over there. Yeah, come on. All right, what's the next one, yo? All right, next one. All right, why, why are you I'm so far up. away? Why you got an echo? What What are you doing? Uh, nah, I'm um, I stepped a little bit away from the computer because I, I like walking around a little bit. But um, and also my this room, my man has like nothing in it. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, that's why I said Echo. All right. Yeah. So we got. I'm switching. I'm going baseball. Baseball. All right. Pitching. Start bench cut. Greg Smoltz. CC Sabathia. And Oh, what's my boy name? My God, Mike pitch for the Sox. We got him from um, Roy Halladay. Start bench cut. I don't want none of them. <laughs> start bench cut. I'm pretty sure no one wanted um Brian Scalabrini, but you had to start him. Ready? This is. Man, I'll, I'll start. I'll start. I'll start. Greg Greg Smokes. Um. Who's the other two? CC Sabathia and Roy Halliday. I'll, I'll put CC Sabathia on the bench. Cut Holiday. I would start CC just because. It's CC. Love, yeah, I, lo- I love his personality. I love what he did for the for the Yankees in uh, 09. I don't. But I'm just Yankees. a fan. I'm just a fan of CC. I like CC. Yeah, you know, CC cool. He cool. Um, CC cool, but. Fuck the Yankees. <laughs> I would bench. I got bench Roy Holiday. Oh, you're cutting Greg. You're Smoltz. cut. You're cutting Greg Smokes. You're cutting Greg Smokes, the nastiest seam ball ever. Shit. Oh, hey, that, hey, that, shit. hey, that's some balls right there. That's, yeah, that's some nuts. Like I'm talking about. Planners is about to give you a call, boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Oh, oh since, since you mentioned baseball, since you mentioned baseball, I got to say this. Fernando, Fernando Tatis. Oh, that's so, that pains me so much. It don't pain me. I'm, no, no, I'm, saying, I'm saying because no, I'm Dairy Queen. It's, it's kind of funny. I went to Dairy Queen, and we got some stuff. We had some gift cards, and we sat down to eat ice cream. And I pointed at this post. I said, hey, you know, you heard about this dude? She said, no. I said, he getting paid right now, but he ain't playing baseball for at least 90 games. And she was like, what? I said, yeah, PEDs. She was like, well, that's disappointing. And went right back to eating ice cream. Like, she ain't give a shit. Look, look, I'm going to tell you, Fernando Tatis, I don't care that he took PEDs. If you ask me, if you ask me, the steroid era is the greatest era in all of Major League Baseball history. Everybody, everybody was doing it, so it was still a it was still a legal playing field. You had you had motherfucking Barry Bonds cranking out seventy three. You had the uh, the battle between McGuire and Sosa. I do not care about Tatis taking peds as far as i'm concerned the mlb just need to go ahead and make it legal for 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 this sport because like yo it's ingrained in baseball culture at this point the steroid era created the greatest era of baseball in the mlb has ever seen mm-hmm. in its life and here's the thing here's the thing after the steroid era baseball was a drag. Like nobody wanted to play it. Nobody wanted to watch it until guys like Tatis, Soto, 
Like it, like baseball just mm-hmm. started getting young viewership again. Like just started because of those guys. Let them boys juice. Don't nobody don't don't nobody care. Like, don't don't nobody care about how skinny they started, about how big they got did. Like don't nobody yeah. care about none of that shit. Don't nobody care about none of that shit, dog. Like oh. like what you call it? Um, but all like I've been seeing on Bleacher Report and all this other shit. Everybody talking about uh, Tatis cheated the game. No, he didn't. All he tried to make it better because that bitch was born. Like. Like, and here's the thing. Here's the thing, Killer, because you follow baseball the most out of all three of us, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm probably right behind you. With baseball now, what's been the big thing? What, what's been, what's been, players ain't taking steroids, but mm-hmm. you know what? The balls are being the balls are yeah the, ball, the, balls, the balls are being, are being so 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 the, the powder balls, is on those bags dude yeah chalk is on those bags now so 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 that's what I'm saying so like so like the balls the balls are being juiced the balls are being inserted with stuff and being made in particular ways just so the ball can go farther out of the park to make the game more exciting how can you do that to the fucking ball but you get mad and suspend niggas when when uh when they take PEDs it don't make no fucking sense. It makes zero sense. I said they're choosing to do that to themselves. And was wild. Still hitting a baseball is still the hardest thing to do in all sports. So if I happen to make even if you that, are taking steroids, yeah, you that don't mean you're gonna hit the shit. I could say that just hey, you're gonna hit it far. Hey, Corey, you say you're gonna hit it in the right damn direction. A foul ball that go 500 feet this is a foul ball that went 500 feet. Hey, Corey. That's yeah. stupid to me. Hey, Corey, look, you yeah. a you a new you a nutritionist. I'm telling you right now, I could I could eat all the protein in the world, get bulky as much as I want. I could take a steroid shot in the ass with it. Ain't no way I'm hitting the baseball out of a park. There's no way I'm doing it. There's no <laughs> way I'm doing it. You still got to be talented as hell to yeah. knock a, to knock a baseball four hundred fifty feet. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely it's definitely talent. Like, it's just man, dang, I didn't even know we were going to get to there. But here we go. So like, I understand. So like the like the ninety eight summer of Sosa and McGuire when they were both like on start, like that was like one of the most amazing summers of baseball, right? Like everybody was following what those two were doing. Mm-hmm. But I can't go against like if you want to say cheating the game and enhance because it is it's 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 athletic enhancing right and so mm-hmm. I get that so like I I can't I can't get with it per se like I know what you're saying though how like baseball has been down since like the the, the outlaw PEDs and all that stuff but like uh, I like I like a little integrity in my sports you know what I mean like I have nothing like if, if you want to do PEDs on your own time like in your personal life like that's whatever as long as you're not like hurting nobody then you know, I care less but like with sports yeah uh, man I can't I don't think I can hop on that train I don't hey, hold, think I hold need on, PED, I don't need PEDs to mop the kitchen floor bro like I, I need PEDs to knock this bitch out the park like I think the honestly, I think the only sport where taking PEDs is should be out outlawed is a is a, a combat sport. Mm-hmm. I think it should be outlawed there because that does give you an, an unholy advantage. But so, so so I think so I think PEDs should be against the rules in every other sport. I even thought it PEDs like like 
I, I think PEDs should have initially been illegal in baseball. The problem is for baseball specifically, P, what PEDs did, they provided the greatest era of that sport. So because it provided the greatest era of that sport where you just couldn't control it and players are still finding a way to do it, you might as well just make it legal. It's like it's like the NBA, it's like the NBA and weed testing. It was stupid. It was stupid when they was testing for weed. Why? Because NBA players was just finding ways around it. They were still smoking and shit. They was just finding ways around it. So why the hell are you gonna test for it? You might as well just not do the shit. Same thing. If 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 you if, if players is gonna take PEDs, regardless, just make the shit. Just just make the shit legal. Yeah, but you also gotta remember, like, there's adverse effects to taking PEDs, and like, especially later in life. But it has like, nothing to do with baseball. That is that is that at the risk of the player. The player knows should know. It's not like the MLB is is encouraging them to take it. Like that is a at your own risk kind of drug. Yeah, but I think for that reason, it's like okay, the risk later on in life. Like, is it worth this short term like career that you're gonna have, the athletic career that you're gonna have? I don't know, man. Like, in some instances, I would I would pain myself. To set up the future for my son to be easier. I would personally destroy my own body to make sure that my son has more than I had. I would do it in a heartbeat. And I, I think know. that's what a lot of these guys may be doing it. Because uh, take a look at some of the guys that are catching. They're not coming from you know, the college scene. They're coming from in Cuba or some um, South American country where life ain't necessarily as abundant as it is up here. So, yeah, I would take all the risks that's necessary for me to provide more for my people. So I would do that. So, look, look, I don't know about damaging my body like you said. (laughs) I don't know about doing that. I don't know about going to that extreme. However, if I see Randy Johnson on the pitcher's mound, hey, guess what I'm about to be doing? Getting shot. (laughs) <laughs> taking pills, getting PEDs from somewhere. Yo, Randy Johnson throwing 100 miles an hour curveballs? No, sir. Absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. I'm taking, My man's I'm taking, killed a bat with a baseball, son. A bird. Bird. Yes, right. It was Manu Ginobili killed the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Randy Johnson, Randy, Johnson, Randy Johnson threw a baseball and the bird exploded. There's no way I'm not taking PEDs if he's. Bro, I'm not asking life. him. I'm not asking him to throw me my phone or nothing, bro. It's a good chance that I'm gonna die. I'm like, yo, hey, throw me them keys. Hey, look. Hell no, bro. Hand look, me them shits. Look, I'm gonna tell you right now. Let me see, Rand- I, Randy Johnson, about sixty years old. If he, if we playing in a park and he show up at the pitcher's mound, hey, Corey, <laughs> get ready to give me a shot in the ass, dog. <laughs> ain't, ain't no, dog, fuck out of here. Yo, come on. Hey, look. Hey, look. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hey, killer, look. look. Oh, hey, look. So, Corey said, Corey said, uh, you know, he want his sport, he want, you know, his sports to have integrity, right? Uh-huh. Hey, Corey, Corey, a better person than me. Hey Corey, you you remember how I got out of biology class? <laughs> oh, no. oh God. You remember how I got out of biology? There, there was no integrity involved. There was none. 
Oh, oh my god, bro! <laughs> yeah, yo, Inte- integrity cool with some stuff. <laughs> hey, yeah, yo. oh, yo, hey. I got, I got yo. so much I can say about that, but I don't want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Off, yeah, off, yeah. family. That bro, that's funny. Yeah, bro, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> hey, look, that damn biology final exam. Hey, fuck that, bro. Fuck that, bro. I ain't gonna front. My first time taking biology, I failed to shout that class. But I, the second, the no, second, no, 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 killer. Bro. I failed. I failed biology three goddamn times. God, bro, I, I know when you got that grade replaced, your GPA said whoop. Look, look, look. That mother hit the mushroom sounds as soon as he got that. As soon as he got that C from F. For my life. For my life. For my life to this very day. And I just turned 33 on Monday. So to this very day, I still don't understand mitosis and meiosis. I still don't. I just made jok
That's right. Okay. So I remember like how awesome he was at LSU. And then he had that break and people were questioning, is he going, is he going to be that guy? And then if you remember like in the preseason, I think it was preseason where he had like all those drops and people getting on him. And then the season, the season came and he just showed out just to show what a talent he was mm-hmm. like that really, like that really impressed me. Um, that, that really impressed me about Jamar Chase where he actually like he, he showed why like he was that dude. And in Cincinnati, like I, so I, I was, I was, and I love just like Justin Jefferson. He was a big surprise. Like, I didn't know he would be that good, but so I'm not. To me, it's it's by a hair. I would take Jamar Chase by a hair, but I love Justin Jefferson's game too. But I would go Jamar. Mm-hmm. I'll start Jamar Chase, bench uh, Jefferson, cut CD. I when I picked those three, I picked them because each of them have a different quarterback situation. I'm curious. I'm curious to know why you did not. Include mm-hmm. Jerry Judy, cause Jerry Judy, because see, see, CD, CD Lamb, CD Lamb was in the same class as Judy and Rugs. You know what I'm saying? Like, like those were like the top. Yeah, I mean, three. it's kind, yeah, it's kind of easy to take Rugs out because he did it to himself. But um, oh yeah, 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 Rugs, yeah, yeah, became, yeah facts. Yeah, now be honest with you, when that draft rolled around, I was like, Henry Rugs is the one I want <laughs> out of that entire class. He was the Whoa. one I want. All right, John Gruden. No, nah, hey, dude. Before he dude was he was that he was nice. All right, he was like that before. He was, like, no, I mean, he was good. No, yeah. yeah, he was good. I don't know if I would take him over Junior CD. That's just what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I would have took him. I would took him. First, I mean, first you know, round. I, I'm also the same guy who was like, "Yo, I'm taking DK." And that draft where DK came out, I was like, "Dude, if I need a receiver or if I just you know draft best available, it was DK." The entire draft, I had DK as my top prospect. So you and Mike were aligned in that. In that mm-hmm. sense. Yep. Because you don't pass up a body like that. Like you can teach him how to route run. So you don't pass up that specimen. That's TO. You don't pass so, up the specimen. That, that, exactly. You you read my mind. That was my take when DK came out. I said, yo, That's every, TO, every I said, everybody knows the two greatest receivers to me, to me, <clears throat> the two greatest are Randy Moss and Terrell Owens. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows. I prefer Terrell yeah. Owens. And I did DK, too, and he ran DK, every route and was not scared and, of the middle of the field. And DK is Terrell Owens all over again. Fast, big, built like a motherfucking tank. Like, just Run blocks, stop. doesn't quit. I'll yeah. take that any day. Yeah, that, 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 was my, that was my thinking. Yeah, off the rip. That, that was, that's why I warned him. I said, you Hold don't on, pass wait. up a guy who has the possibility of being a generational talent. I believe oh. he was Calvin, T.O. You don't pass up the body. Hold on, hold on, killer. Uh, hey, Corey, make me mad real quick. Who did we draft in, the, in that DK draft? Who did we draft uh, in, in round one? Who did we draft? What year was that? Let me see. 2017. Shit, Let me see. 2017. Oh, was that Van we no, we did not, Corey. Corey, uh, was that the Van Der Esch draft? Corey, we better not have taken no damn LVE and DK was on the board. Let me see. Let me see. Corey, now Corey, Corey really about to make me mad. Let me see. Was that Van, was that the Van Der Esch? Oh no, no, that was Taco. Taco. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. DK was twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. So give me a second. 
That might be LVE. Oh my God, that might be LVE. No, we did not pass on DK for LVE. Or, or did we trade that pick? I don't, I don't to, know. Was that the Amari Cooper? I'm pulling, it up, I'm pulling it up now. Uh, top 20 pick. Yeah, DK was the 64th pick. I think that might have been the pick we traded for Amari Cooper in the first right. round, at least. Yeah, there was no Dallas pick in the first round. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah. So we're not stupid. Okay, so we're not we're not that dumb. You know what? We got Devin Bush that draft. That 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 was actually one of our better drafts. Oh, too. we you know what? Did we trade it? We traded um we first traded round. that we traded our first round pick to Oakland for Amari Cooper. Yeah. Okay. That make that makes right. sense. Now I'm now you wanna know who should be feeling extremely stupid? Try Arizona who could have had him. Philly could have had him. Well, Teams that needed receivers. I just Side want y'all, I just I just want to keep uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, you know you know who did take though? I got I got a uh, I got one for y'all on this draft too. One from, from this draft. It's a start bench cut from so, this draft. From that yeah. round, as a matter of fact. So DK was taken 64th overall in the second round. Mike, we yep. did have a pick in the, at we had the 58th. Oh pick. my god, we took you Tristan know, Hill. Took Tristan Hill. Oh my Rod, God, Rod Mary. And he don't even five. he don't even play. No, mm-hmm. dang that, Miko Hardman on there. Oh no, y- y'all 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 really want to um be mad? I'm gonna he do a start bench cut. I'm gonna do a start yeah start bench cut. I'm gonna do it right now. You got Debo, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf. Oh, I'm cutting AJ Brown. Uh, I'm cutting AJ Brown. I'm benching Debo. And I'm starting DK. I I want a wide receiver. D, Debo is a utility player. He like a hybrid between running back and receiver. And all that shit is cute. But give me motherfucking DK. Give me DK. That's who I I'm think, taking. I would do the same. Yeah, I would start DK. I would bench um, um, San Fran. What's his name? Gosh. Debo. 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 Thank you. And I would cut. Uh, I would, uh, yeah, I'll cut AJ Brown. And I like Debo, but I take DK. Yeah, I just couldn't imagine being Philly who went in that. I mean, they got Miles Sanders out of that, but taking J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, I would have took Andy Isabella before I took Arcega-Whiteside. Yeah, that, that was the Kyler Murray draft. Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, that was and Nick I just Hey, Corey, I just want to bring it up. I just want to bring to your attention – that because this draft uh, is now the draft I'm talking about is now six years old. Joey Bosa still ain't shit. Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa. That's a 2017 draft, bro. 2016. Yeah, he was 2016. He was because yeah. because because Corey wanted Bosa and I wanted Zeke. Oh yeah. I no, no, I no, I wanted Ramsey. I wanted Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, but you, we hate it. We both, we both were in agreement. Anybody but Joey. Oh yeah, yeah. You're we, right. You're right. Yeah, we we did not. We, yeah, neither one of us wanted wanted Bosa. We did yeah. not want Joey Bosa. And uh, and you know what? And you know what? Here's the thing. Joey Bosa had a great rookie year, but all his years have been just like his rookie year. It was almost like his rookie year was his ceiling. Mm. Yo, Eli Apple was tenth in that draft. That was Eli. Eli Apple. E- Eli Apple ain't even good enough to cut my damn grass. His was wild. Artie Burns. We got Artie Burns in that same draft, and he's better at corner than um Eli Apple. All right, Killer. What's this next game, yo? Uh, you All right, next game is a fan favorite. 
or at least I'm going to go ahead and say it's my favorite game. Oh, is he a Hall of Famer? Not is he a Hall of Famer. If you Oh, put, my God. No, if you put Draymond Green in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> All so, right, so who, so who you got? Who you got, Killer? Who you got? If you put Draymond Green yep. in the Hall of Fame. Yep. You got to put Tyson Chandler in there. No. No. Draymond Green more impactful than Tyson Chandler. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. But I, but <laughs> yeah. I will say... Oh, but, I, Robert but, I, but I will say... Big shot, Bob. No, no. Draymond was more impactful than Robert Orr. Robert Orr ain't do nothing but play seven minutes per game and hit a big <laughs> shot in the last 30 seconds. <laughs> he was a starter for a little period of time in, in LA. Yeah, yeah I'll take Draymond. Draymond, yeah, more impactful. But if you put Draymond Green in the Hall of Fame, ooh, I got to, ooh, all right, look, I got to think of one. I was not expecting this game. I was not <laughs> expecting this. Uh, if you put Draymond Green in the Hall of Fame, ugh, um, If you put Draymond Green in the Hall of Fame, you got to put Danny Granger in the Hall of Fame. Danny Granger, Danny Granger was a better player than Draymond Green. Shorter time period, but better player. Danny Granger. So, Corey, the premise, the premise of this game is neither one of us, me nor Killer, think Draymond Green deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Mm. So, so the way it started was I said, if you put Draymond Green in the Hall of Fame, I said you gotta put you gotta put. Um, uh, I said if you put. Oh, I said if you put Draymond Green in the Hall of Fame, you have to put Vince Carter in the Hall of Fame because Vince Carter's not in the Hall of Fame yet. So like like I'm like mm. there are there are plenty of people who deserve to be in the Hall of Fame before Draymond. Yeah, um, Vince Carter so, deserves it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So so the premise is, if Draymond Green goes to the Hall of Fame, who else? Needs to go to the Hall of Fame that is better than him. Stroll Miles Swift. Oh, no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, I'll, I, just, I'll look. I just like saying his name. Stroll you know what? Dre, you know who Draymond Green is. You know who Draymond Green is. Um, in, in, impact. I'm talking about impact, not playing style. Draymond mm-hmm. Green impacts Golden State the same way that Bonzi Wells used to impact Portland. Yo. <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a long time. Bonzi hey, but Bonzi Wells is out of shape players in all of the NBA history. Him, hey, but, but, but that team Kyle didn't Lowry. touch the ring. Yeah. Him and Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Lowry looked like a fat, a fat kid that liked cake every time the season starts. Yo, the fact that girls go to watch him play for only one reason and it's not his skill set is absolutely hilarious to me. Like Brittany was watching the game with me, watching the Miami game was like, who the point guard with the big ass? I was like, <laughs> but but not nah, but Bon hey, but Bonzi Wills used to come through for Portland though. Like in the playoffs, yeah, bon- Bonzi Wills used to come through. Um, but no, I, I I'm a look, I gotta switch up the game though, because the Draymond Green going to the Hall of Fame shit, <laughs> that's 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 gonna happen, and I'm gonna tell you why it's gonna happen. 
because this NFL Hall of Fame class was fucking terrible. Ooh. Fucking terrible. This NFL Hall of Fame class was garbage. Ain't none of them deserve to go to the Hall of Fame. None of them. Not Richard Seymour. Not, what was his name? Leroy Butler or whatever. The, the dude that played for Green Bay. None mm. of them dudes deserve to go to the Hall of Fame. This class sucked. Like, Man. this class was horrible. Would you, would you go ahead, Corey? I was going to say, speaking of Green Bay in the Hall of Fame, I'm still trying to figure out why Sterling Sharp has not been in the Hall of Fame yet. Damn, he not? No. Nope. Sterling Sharp is a Hall of Famer. That he yeah, needs to be in the Hall of Fame. That's it's, crazy how he's not in Why there. is Sam Mills a Hall of Famer? Why is Sam Mills? I'm going to say that one more time. Actually, only one person on this entire list who played, not who played, but who coached. Dick Vermeil Deserves to go as Dick Vermeil. But like, Tony The only reason was, why Richard Seymour is going is because he played with Tom Brady and he was the best defensive player on that team. Like, for a period of time. The, the this Hall of Fame class, this whole Hall of Fame class is worth is worse than Draymond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that very is, underwhelming. That's very true. Very underwhelming. Yeah. This is this is this is sad. This is actually you know what else was you no know what else was underwhelming? All star weekend from the NBA. This is it, this is the equivalent. Of All-Star Weekend for the NBA. No, shit. it's not. No, it's not. We saw more Hall of Fame. Hall of Bro, Fame. I'm just, saying, I'm, just, I'm just saying it happened and I forgot it happened. Like, like this is this is the kind of class where it happened, but I'm not going to remember these guys. Like, they're going to be out there celebrating every year with the new class. Yeah. And they're going to be looking like, man, don't shake my hand, you bum. Like, that's how they're going to get looked at, bro. There's no way around it. Like, I look at the, I look at the Hall of Fame in the NFL and I say, okay. Two things have to be true. Your numbers have to be there, and the story has to be there. If the if both of them aren't there, either your numbers have to be extremely gaudy, or you need both. Because some guys get in, like Steve Larger is a Hall of Famer, but it's not because of his numbers. It's because of his numbers and the story that goes along with them. That's the only that's the reason why he's in the Hall. If you left it up the numbers alone, he wouldn't have sniffed the Hall. So. Those are two things that have to line up for most guys. And I'm looking at this entire list of guys, and it don't line up for none of them. Story nor numbers line up for any of them. Yeah, it rings kind of hollow. Like I was watching, I watched a little bit of ceremony. Like, ah, this don't this don't hit quite like it like it's supposed to. Like I put it to you like this. If I'm if I pull up, like let's say I go to Google and I type in your first name and you're a Hall of Famer, if you're not like in the top five options, that's a fucking problem. Like, here's what pops up when I type in Richard. Richard Sherman, Richard Dent, Richard Rogers, Richard Fan, and then Richard Seymour Hall of Fame. That's what pops up. So you are the fifth option, which means I have to, and you only got a picture next to your shit. Like, you just are what you are. All I know, all I know, y'all, all I know, you doing a whole lot of talking. This damn Hall of Fame class wasn't shit. Like this Hall of Fame class was ass, yo. This shit was ass. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm this shit was ass. This shit, this shit really was ass. 
Yeah. All right. So let's I see. Would you see more? Who are some who are some players who are some players that aren't in the Hall of Fame yet? To me, the biggest is Sterling Sharp. Like that's the biggest omission in my opinion. Let me see. As far as who's eligible. Our notable NFL players not in the Hall of Fame. Zach Thomas, Heinz Ward, Steve McNair, Mike Allstott. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Heinz Ward is not in the Hall of Fame? Nope. Mm. Nah, you're, you're lying. Not in the Hall. Wow. Tory mm. Holt is not in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Top 20 players not in the Hall. Where's that list? Patrick Willis is not in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. They Steve probably Smith Sr. They probably count holding like his longevity or whatever. Same thing with like Sterling Sharp as far as Patrick Willis. That's probably that's probably what it is. But he was awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Oh yeah, Patrick Willis. Pat, Pat, Patrick Willis was that dude. Yeah. <laughs> Reggie Wayne is not in the Hall of Fame. I think he'll Roger be Roger Craig still not in the Hall. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. I think the biggest nub is Zach, as far as, like, on the defensive side, mm-hmm. Zach Thomas was a fucking monster at linebacker for the Dolphins for over a decade and played for y'all for a year. Yeah. But, dude, sideline side, he, he was the a, he was the white Ray Ray for the, for the AFC. It was like 17 picks, over 1,700 tackles, 20 and a half sacks, 16 forced fumbles, picked up eight of those things. I'm like, bro, how is he not in the hall? Like, yeah, Sterling, Sterling Sharp is not in the Hall of Fame. Um, who else? Let me look. Let me look. Um you know another one I'm gonna go ahead and say, and y'all may think it's kind of odd, but Ken Anderson, was a quarterback for the Bengals, back in the um, 70s to the mid 80s, mm-hmm. he's not a Hall of Famer by them, but he definitely should have went. So I don't know enough about Ken. I know of Ken Anderson, but I don't know enough. Four-time Pro Bowler, led the NFL in completion percentage three times. Led the NFL in passing yards two consecutive seasons. And in 81, he won league MVP and comeback player of the year while leading the Bengals to their first Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, that's what they played the uh, 49ers, they played the, right? The Niners, yeah. And they should, yeah. and they, they almost beat. No, wait, who was it they on? Uh, no, they were in a Super Bowl. It was a close game. Yeah, that was, was when Sam Niners. Weiss was the coach, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was a close game. Yeah. But the. What year was that? It was it was the Broncos that got smacked by San Francisco. No, it was the Chargers. Chargers got smacked by San Francisco. That was 94. The 94, 95. That was the Dion. That was the yeah, Dion season, yeah, right? Yeah, Dion season. Yeah. Yeah, it was that game the 49ers dominated and the um I just said it too, not too long ago. 49ers and um Broncos. Broncos. But Reggie Wayne not being in the hall is Tory Holt not being in the hall. Heinz Ward. Like take a look at how many wide receivers aren't in the hall. 
all three of them are better players than this whole Hall of Fame class that just got inducted. Steve McNair not in the Hall either. Oh, that's a damn shame. But I'll put it like this. If no, I know what that's not going to be an even question. Is Terrell, is, Terrell, is Terrell Davis in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's... It, it, With it, less than 10,000 Terrell, da- Terrell Davis is in the Hall of Fame, but Tory Holt and Reggie Wayne and Heinz Ward are not in the Hall of Fame. That's problematic. That's problematic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's disrespectful. This is why this is why uh, Deion Sanders said that the Hall of Fame is a joke. He he said the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame has made it to where good players are going to the Hall of Fame, not not those Hall of Fame worthy players. Um, yeah. And so and so, you know, it it's it's like all you got to be is pr- all you got to do is be pretty good and you can be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, they need to change. Like, I think I think you have to have what at least like five new members or something like that. Like, if it's not five worthy people, then just like cut it down to whatever you need to. Like, exactly. Yeah, or you don't have to have a Hall of Fame class every year if they're not worthy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. you know. I mean, that makes sense. I'm looking at. Guys who I think should be in. Keyshawn Johnson, he's not in the hall. Oh. Clinton Portis oh, is not in the hall. Oh, oh, oh. Stop, 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 stop. Mm. I don't know about Keyshawn. I don't know about Keyshawn. I don't know about Keyshawn. names of guys who, if you. Clinton Portis is arguable, but not Keyshawn. If these guys are in right here, Keyshawn goes. I mean, that's I, the problem. That's, right, that's the that, issue that's, that we're having. Right. That's the that's the issue with this Hall of Fame class. You're absolutely right. Yes, I agree with that. Like, like legitimately, and this is gonna sound crazy when you when I say this name, but Keenan McCardell should be in the Hall of Fame before you put most of these cats in there. So should Antoine Randall L. Before these guys, <laughs> but before these guys, before these guys. Hey, oh, here's another one. Edgerin fucking James is not in the Hall of Fame, but these guys are. Yes, he is. Sport, he was, he's in the Hall of Fame. Edgerin's not in the Hall. Yes, he is. When did he get in? He got in last year with the like his bus got the gold teeth and all that. Edron James is in the Hall of Fame. Okay, he must have just got in. Now. I'm yeah, telling you, he got just... in last year. Now, Mike, we've been over this, but I'm gonna ask on uh, Corey this: Is Tiki Barber a Hall of Famer? Oh gosh, I can't stand Tiki Barber. Uh, Ronde is. I'm say no. I don't say no. Tiki Barber's not a Hall of Famer to me. Yeah, Edron James got in the Hall of Fame two years ago. Okay. And here's another here's another question. You got Jamal Lewis and Tiki Barber. You got the choice between the two of them. Who are you taking? Jamal Lewis. Jamal Lewis. Easy. Is Jamal, is Jamal Lewis a Hall of Famer? Yeah, to me, he... If... Well, gosh, if these I, was, guys... I was about to say. I was about to say, if Terrell Davis is a Hall of Famer, then see, Jamal yeah. Lewis. But see, Terrell Davis... Was the catalyst for back-to-back Super Bowls? But here's the thing: Jamal Lewis was the Ravens' offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'll tell, I'll tell you who else. I'll tell you who else should go to the Hall of Fame just off the fact that everything ran through them and they didn't get no fucking credit, but they better than everybody else that just went to the Hall of Fame in this class. Corey, this Dillon. man, nope, not Corey Dillon. 
Y'all gonna remember when I say this name, just remember how nasty he was. Priest Holmes. Oh, Priest yes, Holmes. Yeah. Priest Holmes. Priest Holmes. I don't, even think, nasty. He, I don't think he even ran for 10K. He no, was 8,000. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He ran for 8, under. I remember he I had Priest Holmes as one of the um is he a Hall of Famers? I had him down. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, let to be to be honest, Gail Sayers, I don't think ran for 10K. I don't think. He only nah. played he only played like nine seasons, eight seasons, something like that. But Gail Sayers. Gail Sayers, nah, Gail Sayers only ran for he rushed for under five thousand. Yeah, Dang, he rushed I didn't for know that. Yeah, Gail Sayers only only rushed for five thousand, but he was only in the league for six years. Can someone run a check on this for me? Randall Cunningham. What in the Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. Ain't no way he's in the Hall of Fame. I can say that right now. Ain't no way. Uh, he should let's be. I like Randall Cunningham, but I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame. If you put Mike Vick in the Hall, you got to put Randall Cunningham in the Hall. Hell no. Mm-hmm. Hell no. Vick mm-hmm. was better than Cunningham. Hell no. Hell no. Mm-mm. Nah, he not in the Hall of Fame. He not? Nah, mm-hmm. Vic, Vic was better than Randall Cunningham. Hell no. I, I will not let that, I will not let you slide with that. You probably gonna pull up some numbers, and but but fuck all that. Michael Vick, <laughs> you feared Mike Vick. You ain't fear no damn Randall Cunningham. Okay, I know the bus got his jacket. Uh, Isaac Bruce, he hasn't gotten his jacket yet either, has he? I don't know, but he no, should be in the Hall of Fame. So. Yeah. We're talking 15,000 yards, over 1,000 catches, and 91 touchdowns. That's nuts. Uh, yes, he did get into the Hall of Fame in 2020. All right. Isaac Bruce? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to check Kevin Green. I'm not sure if Kevin Green got his jacket yet. How, how is Isaac Bruce there and not Tory Holt? Yeah, Kevin okay. Green is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, okay. He got it in 2016. Yeah. Okay. Also, former moonlighting as a professional wrestler. Who? Huh. Kevin Green. Oh. Wasn't he in um, NWO? N- no. Uh-uh. I know he was a WCW. Yeah. All right, guys. We're going to close out the show with this, right? Is he a Hall of Famer? And oh, I is- got it this time. Oh, this boy. is this means Killer going to get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when y'all are ready. I'm ready. Corey, you, 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 need to, you need to write these, y'all need to write these stats down? Or y'all good? I'm good. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. This person played wide receiver. Mm-hmm. They caught over a thousand receptions in their career. Mm-hmm. They are just under 14,000 yards. 82 total career touchdowns. Um, they play for 13 seasons. Now let me read off some accolades here real quick so 
this person has won has won one Super Bowl. He he was uh, the offensive rookie of the year. He's been to the Pro Bowl three times. Is he a Hall of Famer? You said he's been to the Pro Bowl three times. Three times. How many? How many uh, receiving yards did you say again? Just just under fourteen thousand. Just under fourteen thousand. How many years did he play? Thirteen. Yes, this guy's a Hall of Famer. Wait, how many TDs? How many TDs? Eighty-two. Eighty-two. I don't love that number. And he played for thirteen years. You can answer this question indirectly. Um, did he play with any quarterbacks of note? It's just a simple yes or no. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. You know what? Does he have a ring? I yeah, said he, he won a Super Bowl. I saw, one, 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 one Super Bowl. Oh yeah, put him in the hall. Dang, this is this is tough. Why do you say put him in the hall? Put him in the hall just because of that one Super Bowl? Nah, it is more than just the Super Bowl. It's the fact that I think I know who it is. Who is it? It's Anquan Bolden, FSU baby. <laughs> Are you locking that in? I'm locking that in. Okay. What you, what you got, Corey? Killer confident at huh? Um, That's my favorite receiver for so long, bro. I liked him so much. I thought Arizona was going to ball out with him and um, him and Larry. I thought it was going to be ridiculous with him and Larry. So, so like, so, so is he is, is also is that is that Hall of Fame worthy? Is that a Hall of Fame worthy career? Yes, I believe it is. Yeah. Not you, killer. We know that. <laughs> I would say, like I said, I don't love. I played thirteen years to eighty-two receiving touchdowns. When you said just under fourteen thousand yards, man, like this is. Mm. I guess if I were making the choice, I would lean no, but I I can't hate if somebody said yeah either. But I think I would lean. No, it's close. I would lean no. Okay, I'll, let me let me add this to help. In thirteen seasons, he only played only six of those seasons. Did he play a full sixteen? Mm. So that means he was hella productive in the times he was on the field. A bona fide uh, number one. And I'll be honest with you, I'm so confident in my answer. I'll drop a nugget about one of the teams he played for once this game is done. You don't need to. You I, don't need to tell me about Anquan Bolden. <laughs> I'm just no, 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 like, no, 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 no. I'm, like, I'm serious. I'm serious. It's something that I, something that I actually know about one of the teams he played for. Which, when I say it, you're gonna think for like two seconds and be like, "Damn, just watch. um, dang." So, so this is Corey, close. Going, so, Corey, you going with no? I'm a, I'm leaning towards no, but I wouldn't be mad if somebody said yeah, but I'm leaning towards no. Okay. 
Do you have an idea of who it is? I have no idea who this is. Okay. So, Corey, you have just said that that this person is not a Hall of Famer. Killer, you said that this person is a Hall of Famer. Killer, you are right. The person was Anquan Bolden. That's my guy. So now that y'all know it's Anquan Bolden, Corey, you don't think Anquan Bolden deserves to go in the Hall of Fame? To me, this is like what we were talking about earlier. To me, Anquan Bolden, Anquan Bolden was very, very, very good. I can't say Hall of Fame. Uh, so in 13 years, seven of, the, of those years was over a grand in, in yards. Right. Seven of them. More than that's more than half of his career. Right. For more than half of his career, he has gotten over he got over a thousand yards. Mm-hmm. In his his worst year, his worst year, he got five hundred and eighty-four years. His worst year was his very last year in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I think I think I think Anquan Bolden Hall of Fame. Anquan Bolden just always had the uh he just always had the burden of playing next to Fitz. But then remember what he did in Baltimore? Like, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was great. But it's just I don't love like the touchdowns. I don't love the Do you know how many receivers years. have a hundred touchdowns? Yeah, isn't it hardest to catch but one hundred touchdowns? I know, I know, but that's why the Hall of Fame should be hard. It should be hard to get in. That that's so, that's what so I'm saying. It should does, be difficult. Does, but does playing style matter? Because Bolden was not like your go up and get it receiver. Bold Bolden mm-hmm. was that was that was fits. Bolden was your guy who like, he got you down the field. He he got you. He got you those possessions like sure-handed. He was going. He knew he was going to take a hit. You wasn't calling on Bolden in the red zone and stuff like that, like on on fades and stuff like that. Like you mm-hmm. wasn't doing that. You wasn't doing that for Bolden. Um, in Baltimore, didn't he play next to Mike Wallace for a small period of time? I'm trying yes, to think. I'm trying to think. But he was the pro. He was the one he, because he, when they won the Super Bowl, it was him. And what's that boy name? Shit, I gotta pull up that team. But I look for yeah, uh, yeah I'm about to pull while, it up while, now. Yeah, when you, while, while you're doing that, I kind of feel the feel the void a little bit. A little nugget about those Baltimore Ravens. Do you know, even with Anquan's very productive seasons there, there has never been one Ravens wide receiver to make a Pro Bowl. Wow, dang. I mean the Not Ravens have one. the Ravens have bad have bad luck with um you would with, think you would get at least one Remember to get yeah. Derek Mason had Anthony Mason No, <laughs> no I'm just I'm just playing yeah, You know what the, the year when when they had him and McNair basically they had the Tennessee Titans Yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah A that Baltimore team is the bane of my in existence. I hate that that Baltimore team with a passion. And it was mainly because I felt like it was me losing to an old divisional foe. You know what? Over. Yeah. Because the Titans and, were in my division for so long. And Quan. No, Anquan was the number one receiver. However, 
the reason why you know, part of the reason why his touchdowns aren't you know those triple digits is because if you remember Baltimore's offense when they got when they got to like the red zone or when they got mm-hmm. into like and they when they got in like scoring like scoring range and they was throwing the ball the other receiver was Torrey Smith. He was the one. He was the long, lanky one who would go up and get it. it like mm-hmm. Torrey, it was Torrey Smith that was that guy, not Bolden. So, um, and Torrey Smith was decent. Like he wasn't no bum. He was decent. Um, you know, but but not nah, Anquan definitely was the number one in B more. I'm I'm honestly I'm honestly impressed with what Anquan did in San Fran. Like. He got so, so Anquan didn't have so because of Torrey Smith, Anquan Bolden didn't have any thousand yard seasons in Baltimore. But but in three years in San Fran, two of those were thousand yard was a thousand yard seasons. One of them was damn near a twelve a twelve hundred yard season. Mm. Mm. I I don't know, man. I would put Anquan in the Hall of Fame personally. I would, especially because I know that there are receivers in there that are worse than him. Um, but yeah, that's that's just me. Um, but but hey, look, Anquan Bolden better than everybody that just got inducted, though. <laughs> <laughs> like true, like you know, like the the people the people that just got inducted this Hall of Fame class, they ass, they ass. Richard Seymour was like, oh, he was like. Didn't Richard Seymour play with like Willie McGinnis? I'm pretty yeah. sure he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah both both of them, both of them, was just, both McGinnis. of them was regular as hell. Willie McGinnis was good. I mean, Willie McGinnis was good, not Hall of Fame good. Like when I think of Hall of Fame good, I'm thinking like Strahan. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. Willie McGinnis won that. Yeah, yeah. You know something? I um I was watching a podcast, the um Brandon Marshall joint. I did not know he never made the postseason, yeah. Who, Brandon Marshall? Yeah. I don't know, but he deserved to be in the Hall of Fame, though. He do, but it's weird. Brandon, Brandon. It, he actually said it because he had Aaron Donald on, and you no know, Aaron brought up like how the playoffs, the environment, all of that, and then Brandon was like, "Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. I never made the playoffs." I was like, well, "Shit!" And did he really not? And I had to think about. It. I was like, "Yeah, when Chicago went to the um, playoffs." The year with Cutler, he wasn't there. He was still in Denver. He got there the following year, and they could never put it together. Brandon Marshall deserved to go, though. Hey, oh, he did. Mar- yeah, Br- hey, Brandon Marshall was that dude. Like, like Brandon Marshall, he was like he was what we wanted Keyshawn Johnson to be. Yeah. Like Brandon Marshall was that dude. He just he he, he just stayed tried to stay loyal to motherfucking Jay Cutler, and it <laughs> ruined his ass. God damn, Jay Cutler. And then when he finally got away from Jay Cutler, where did he go? To the fucking Jets. And then the Giants right after it. Then the like, Giants. Yeah. I was like, that, that was actually really, really sad. Like, busted, that's like busted ass Eli. Oh boy. <laughs> I, I don't know if I could have played with receiver for someone like Eli. I, I don't think I could have did it. Hell no. I don't think I could have did it. Eli's the kind of quarterback who can throw his tight ends well, but his receivers get shit on consistently. Like, if I'm a Monty Toomer, bro, I'm like, yo, can I just relive the years 04 to 06? Like, you know what I, I just, you, 
you know what I just thought of, Killer? And I blame you. And I want to say up? fuck you for this because it just popped into my head. What up? You know who's the equivalent to Draymond Green to me? Go ahead and say it. I hate Draymond Green and Corey. No, I hate this dude too. I hate Draymond Green and I hate Brandon Jacobs. Ooh. <laughs> Madden oh, loved him though. Madden loved Brandon yeah, Ma- Jacobs. Madden loved Brandon Jacobs, but they oh. always gave him the, the Mack truck icon and shit. He would oh, yeah. like like you couldn't tackle this motherfucker. Oh, you couldn't, bro. It was so uh, so fucking annoying. You know what no honestly, you know what the most annoying part of all this was? The fact that we had the bus for like ever. And as soon as Madden comes out with the truck stick and all of that, he gone. Now I can't even use the the best power back that we've had all the time to just run motherfuckers over with. Hey, and dude, and hey, it pisses Corey, me off. Corey, no, I used to go in on some Brandon Jacobs. Brandon, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, man, fuck this fat ass. I'm like, yo, I hated Brandon Jacobs. Yo. Oh, God. Yo, God. that's hilarious. Yeah. I hated Brandon Jacobs. Yeah. Man, <laughs> oh, Brandon Jacobs. So, oh, and, and like every time he would score in Dallas, he would throw the damn ball at the fucking wall and shit. I'm like, bro, fuck this whole nigga, dog. Like, fuck him. <laughs> like, like, I, like I wanted him to get, I wanted him to get Albert Hainsworth so bad, yo. Ooh. So bad, yo. Bro, y'all crazy. Yo, this <laughs> is rude, bro. <laughs> Man, oh my gosh, that's hilarious, bro. That's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, you know what? I think a laugh is a good note to go out on. Absolutely. So guys, want to thank y'all so much for rocking with us. This episode is a little longer than what we usually used to, but you know, when you're in the kitchen cooking, you just keep the pot stirring. You feel me? So that's typically what we're gonna wind up doing. But we appreciate y'all so much for listening. This is these three people right here signing out. We out. Peace.